This is false and defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning. This podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. So the defendant's deposition did in fact happen on February the 15th of 2022, like we just listened to in the prior multi-part episode. It was a relief to finally get her deposition taken and during this time we were waiting for the court reporter to send us back the deposition so that we could go through it and also so that the defendant could go through it and review it and make any necessary changes. You have an opportunity to go through your deposition once it's over and clarify anything so that whatever is on the sworn under oath record for your deposition is true and correct. So at this point in time, we had taken the deposition, but we didn't have it back yet. On February the 17th, just two days after the deposition, the defendant had seemingly gone to visit a friend of hers. And so she makes a series of Instagram stories and live videos over the next several days, starting on February the 17th of 2022. She has bomb printer. That bad boy. Be printing all the Facebook pictures and Reddit posts and whatever else weird it's on the internet. <laughs> Weirdos. <laughs> God. Yeah, we can go for Also, you know, <laughs> the crazy thing is, for so long, I was like, so like, I don't know, what's, how was I? Like, so sketchy, like, so like, wound up and, frazzled. yeah, frazzled, that's a good way to put it. And now I feel like so calm and look at me, I got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20 binders in here so far filled up with stuff. And like pretty nice little notes say exactly what it is. What it oh, uh what did they what do you always say? Keep it simple, stupid? That's mm-hmm. what I did. Your your method. Keep it simple, stupid. I use that. Thank you. So in this video, she is talking about the printer that her friend has, and then she counts out that she has now created 20 binders. And we had just asked her if she had any binders in her deposition, and she said no, even though in prior footage. She talked about, I think it was six being six binders in, and then suddenly at the deposition, she said she didn't have any binders related to this case. So now she seemingly has created 20, zero things were ever turned over again in this lawsuit. So whatever she is creating right now with her friend either was not evidence that her attorneys deemed admissible or not relevant to the case at hand. During that story, she does pan across and show one of the binders that she is making. And on the cover, it says Reddit posts for January 2022. So seemingly that would be applicable to my case since she alleges that I am all of the people on Reddit that talk about her. 
But once again, nothing was ever turned over. None of these binders were ever turned over into discovery. After this story, later that evening, the defendant goes on to make a live video from her friend's home. And her friend also appears in the live video. I'm just saying. Yeah. Catholic. <laughs> she is. Look, if anything happens to Crystal ever, she is Catholic. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I am. It's to turn your life into a movie. Listen, today I talked to the Chase people, the Chase guy, and uh, like the bank people, and he was like, oh, I'm, I am want to be a movie producer when I grow up, and blah, 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 and I started telling him a little bit about my story, and he was like, I'm going to find you on Instagram right now. I'm like, I'm telling you, at Apple, they call me the Netflix lady, because this shit is crazy, it's literally crazy. Wait till they find out about the car, and the car, and the Camaro, and freaking nuts, literally nuts. Can you tell us some juicy part of your story? The most unbelievable part. Whew. Well, you want to know what happened at night? You want to know what happened yesterday? Today or yesterday? <laughs> or, I mean, I'm just wait. I used to wake up in fear of the next day. And now I wake up going, okay, what am I going to, what are we going to talk about tomorrow? What the heck is the Reddit stuff? I don't know. It disappeared. So crazy. When will I be able to tell you everything? Guess it depends on other people. <laughs> Considering the coincidence of the blogs being taken down so suddenly. Mm. You and me both, sis. What a what a freaking coincidence. What a blessing after a decade, right? Isn't that just so crazy that all the bad things in the world about somebody who's not famous just disappears out of nowhere after a decade in the most wild time of my life? I know that's just so crazy, isn't it? You are so right, girl. Has this stuff been going on for like 10 plus years now and you're just figuring everything out? That's insane. When asked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I meant the Reddit binder. Sorry, what are they for? Do you ever have any kind of exchange with Alice? Other big influencers talked about how confrontational she is. The fact that some woman who runs a blog like that even discusses my boring life on the internet just says so much more about her than it ever does me. I do not care to have a conversation with her because I think she has... Freaking mental issues. Alice, if you're listening to me, I hope you restart my thread just so you can comment on the fact that I just said that. I think that's so weird to be talking about some freaking mom for, for a decade. But at the same time, like, thank God you did because I would not be, like, have as thick skin probably if I did not have evidence of such idiotic people, I think. Also, please tell me where you find the time because I don't even have... For real? Have my God. I'm supposed to be, like, writing out. a journal every day. You know how hard that is? I just want to tell my Instagram stories every day. I can't believe about yeah it's okay I don't care about things thank God you survived all this it takes a strong woman to rebuild will you ever be able to tell your whole story absolutely uh, I've been following you for over 10 years I'm invested yes I definitely will be able to eventually but right now I need to be smart about it because I have a point to prove and I'm going to prove it and so I'll tell you everything whenever the time is right and when all my ducks are in a row. And right now, they're we like in binders. a... Yeah, they're in a grouping. <laughs> we need them to be in a row. Your ducks are in a grouping. <laughs> <laughs> they're in groupings. They're in binders. When they become in actual rows, then I'll tell you. So she opens up this set of clips by laughing and saying that if anything ever happens to Crystal, me 
that her friend is Catholic. And so it's unclear what her friend is praying will happen to me, but it seems to be very funny to the defendant. And then she goes on to say how she was at Chase and the guy said he wanted to follow her on Instagram because he wants to be a movie producer one day. And she says again, oh, yes, at Apple, they call me the Netflix lady, which is something that she has said multiple times before. She tells everyone everywhere she goes about her false and defamatory narrative. She also reads a follower comment that says, oh, it's a coincidence that the blogs got taken down after a decade. She's referencing the thread on Gomi that went to members only and the Reddit thread that was no longer public. And they think that they're tying it to some event that has happened when in reality, she made her Instagram private. And that is what made her Gomi thread be for members only. And the court documents being shared on the public Reddit thread was a violation of the terms of service. And that's what happened there. So there's really not a mystery as to why the blogs got taken down, but she is trying to create this narrative that there was some weird coincidence that she's implying was not a coincidence. Someone asks if she's ever going to be able to tell her story. And she says, absolutely profanity lutely that she will be able to tell her story, but she needs to get all of her ducks in a row. And currently all of her ducks are in binders and not really rose. But once she gets everything all put together, she will be able to tell her story. Someone comments and says, is this tied to all the Reddit stuff? And the defendant just looks at the camera and stares. She had already done this in a prior video where she didn't answer the question. She just looks at the camera and stares blankly as if to imply something without actually saying words. She also talks directly to Alice Wright, the owner of Gomi in this video, and says that she thinks that Alice has a mental illness and is seemingly trying to give her advice by talking directly to her in the camera. At least they're like nice about it and not mean. And that's the thing, in my real life, like nobody's ever mean to me ever and I freaking love that so much. That's probably why I'm so like positive all the time because everybody's really nice in real life. Nobody's ever mean. So it didn't make sense that there was mean stuff on the internet about me because everybody is freaking nice in real life. Like a hundred people went on a cruise with me in the summertime, multiple years in a row. I went too. Yeah. Like a bunch of people, a rando went too. <laughs> <laughs> people are really nice. And like, I do have a bunch of really good girlfriends. So it didn't make sense that these people would talk about me on the internet and it would be people that like had to know something about my life because it was just so weird. And then when it became people that it sounded like they knew exactly what was going on in my life, that was even more weird because like, who's going to know those details? I did not say that. So then I just stopped talking to y'all for a long time because it was like, okay, all this stuff keeps ending up on the internet and I'm not speaking. So where is it coming from? So it is what it is. The truth always will come out, whatever. I'm not perfect, but I'll admit all of my sins. And I think everyone should do the same. Mark my words. Like I've always said, when I say I'll stand in front of my congregation and say the worst things I've ever done, I know what those worst things are in my head and I'm prepared to talk about them. I was super negative for the last two years because I was so sad and so confused. And so, you know, getting told I was crazy every day and there's no way and blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Yeah. Turns out. So I know exactly what that feels like. I know what it feels like to have to get on the internet still in the middle of all that and be like, hey guys, what are you doing today? You want to buy my sweater? No, I don't give a about a sweater are you kidding i'm trying to make it to lunch without jumping off a bridge mm, the other thing about gummy is that she is in new york yet the smaller dallas influencers seem to be really big target use
made her a lot of money. No, you know what she said about me? She said, I'm not in the top 30% of revenue on her blog. And you know what's crazy? I'm like the top three people with the most pages on the blog. You know what that means? It's the same people talking to their selves. Think about that. If I'm not bringing in revenue, Alice, to your website, it's because it's the same people with one IP address logging in multiple times, you freaking weirdo. Mm, so gross. But it's gone now. Just disappeared. I don't know what happened. Oh, I dare her to put it back too. Please let me copy all that. I wish you would. No, don't you dare. But I do not wish you would because that's disgusting. You go right ahead. After you deleted 150 pages. <laughs> Funny how I never got copies of it, Joel. After they were all deleted. I can't believe they haven't got their together and filed a class action. I ain't trying to waste no more money. You know what it's called? It's called an uncollectible debt. So, people who are successful don't sue poor people. You know why? There ain't nothing to collect. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to waste my money getting nothing? Uh-uh. Mm. But like I tell all the time, just remember, y'all fighting over my money. Tell your mama. Elaborate on some of the things that were happening that made you realize the truth. Mm. There were too many coincidences. Actions didn't match up with words. So one person that we asked for them to make it make sense, help us make it make sense, and figure out would never say one god word at all. Is the suit finalized with the crazy or is it still going on? It's definitely still going on for now. I don't know anything about what was written. I just know that Gummy has made her so much money in such a shitty way. I know, and listen, God won't reward that forever. I promise you. I know it might look like that. She's on the right side, the good side of things now. But, you know, she was nominated for like a Forbes award and they ended up taking it off because she had so many people complaining about it. Hey, nobody take my ink awards away, though, did they? No. And I'll be right back by myself later on. The thing is, you can't profit off that kind of stuff forever. That's a horrible thing. You have to think about what legacy you're leaving your children. Do you really want to be known for the person who literally made women almost want to commit suicide? It's freaking disgusting. It's absolutely gross. And let, let me tell you, ain't no, ain't no. Say nothing like that to my face in my entire life. Nobody would ever, nobody would ever say anything to or hateful like that in their to their face. It's just disgusting. And to profit off of it, it's just gross. But you have to learn that it's a sick type of person that writes and reads that kind of stuff. So at the end of the day, like, you just have to realize, I had to realize too, like, I can never, Gomi never bothered me, sis. Let me just tell you, because if it ain't true, I don't care. It bothered me in 2021 when it ended up being details that I did not share with the public that were on there that I knew nobody knew so then there's a problem like if I'm paying you a salary and your words are on the internet that's a problem from any perspective it doesn't matter who you are I'm not okay with that and so to me that's not to me, I didn't even care about it, like, civilly. I just thought, like, this has got to be a crime or something. But apparently, like, it's not always a crime to be a complete piece of shit. But, you know. And if somebody's repeating it to you every single day. I'm yeah, like, and in my world, I was getting it repeated every single day. So I didn't have to read it at all. It was literally being regurgitated to me every single day of my life. So it was like, oh, yeah, they said X, Y, Z. And you're just like, okay, how do you function today? And but like, we're protecting you. That's why we're yeah, but we're protecting you. That's why we're telling you this. And my fr my girlfriends would be like, why are y'all telling her? This is gross. Like, it's enough to make you crazy. But it is what it is. Whatever. The 1,700 Gomi pages is gone. It was moved. I know. Isn't it crazy? Just disappeared. And no, I did not ask for it to get taken down. It just disappeared. By the grace of God, I don't know how. Somebody else. Mm -hmm. Not me. A mole in your own circle. Thanks for a new word. Yeah, mole. 
I like that. We could dress up like that for Christmas. <laughs> or for, what's it called? Halloween. <laughs> and we wonder where kids learn to bully. It's gross. I've been following you since 2013-14, and I follow your stories every day. I feel like I have a bestie in Texas. You are so nice. Yeah. Uh, and these people have children. I know. And these influencers are being dragged and forced and aren't forcing anyone to follow them. But Gummy doesn't care. And a lot of people genuinely really do put out content because they genuinely want to help. Like, so what if she gets a couple bucks commission? Who cares if she makes a million freaking dollars off of it? At the end of the day, like, she could be out there doing drugs or sleeping with your husband and she ain't. So, like, just let people do what they want to do. It's just, it's just so gross that people think they have so much right to say so many mean things on the Internet. If you don't like me, then don't talk. Just go. Do you know how long things were going on before you first realized you are handling all this with so much grace and classiness? Uh, April would be 10 years. Mm, it's not gone. Yeah, you're right. She said not gone. Wait, I don't get it. No, it's not gone, girl. Oh, it was moved? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I don't see it, so. Yeah. Can a girl get some cliff notes? Tell her where it is. Oh, I don't need to know. Yep. I really do not care. Mm. Poor unfortunate souls. No, it doesn't bother me. Also, if you have to snark on someone and then do it behind an anonymous post, like. <laughs> it's okay. We have copies of all of it. We don't care if it's removed. Yeah, we don't. Girl, it's all in the binders. I was just joking. <laughs> we definitely have all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh listen what's her name used to send me the emails every day and they would go straight to my attorney <laughs> like i wouldn't even have to open the email it would just go straight to them um no i don't care though at the end of the day i literally do not care what are you gonna say oh my god she's such a horrible person she's so mean she's such a narcissist okay no that's not the people that talk those are the ones who are that trust me i'm i'm an expert now <laughs> i feel like i know no it doesn't bother me at all though 10 years is the relationship to the ex or the crazies. I don't know. Gomi's been moved. Oh, has it? Well, don't you don't think that's a little crazy that you would snark on someone and then you'd have to log in and go somewhere and talk on a forum that's like private because you don't have balls to say it to the person. Also because it's gross and you don't want people to know. Would anybody who's talking on those sites go tell their children, their pastor, their grandma that they do that? No. They wouldn't because it's disgusting because normal, sound-minded human beings don't spend their day talking about other people on the internet. It's disgusting. I promise you, I don't call any of my friends. Have I literally called you in the last almost decade and said, oh my God, have, did you see blah, blah, blah? She sucks. No, no we're we like, I don't like when people talk about other people. I do not like it when people talk about other people. It is so true. I just do not. And I, maybe that's why people don't tell me stuff. I don't know. But I just think it's gross. Like, also, it does not bother me because if I'm the most interesting part of your day, you need more entertainment. You need a Netflix. That's what you need. If you're going to say all this, you might as well tell me where I went. Oh, girl, you ain't got to tell me nothing I want to know. I promise. They cross unbelievable boundaries. It's one thing to bash an adult, but they use to bash. No. And you know what? What they would do? They literally would send him um, links to the websites and like that don't fly honey bunny you can say whatever you want about me but do not get my kid involved they would literally send messages to my son with links of different stuff or they'd be like hey how do you feel your parents are getting divorced and it's disgusting and it's even more disgusting when y'all find out who was behind all of it oh god
It's so gross. And honestly, I cannot wait to be able to be a light to other people in a way that I can be so transparent and not just sugarcoat stuff. Because y'all know how hard this is for me. We have never had secrets, me and you, in 10 years. Like, I, my Instagram is private. It's not like it's, like, out there for the whole world to see. I have 700-something requests in my folder right now, and I do not hardly add anybody ever, ever. I've literally added two people in the last, I don't even know how long. And one of them I met at church the other night. But I just... I, it's very hard for me to not be so transparent when you guys are such an integral part of my life. Like literally a hundred people go on a cruise with us. <laughs> she said, girl, I would literally pause all sales until this final coming from a woman who divorced an attorney. Oh, listen, I don't even need to pause them. I just be too frazzled to work. And last year, that's the thing. Like I did not want to talk to y'all about clothes when all I wanted to do was tell you what the going on behind the scenes so so hard because like the last thing i want to do is get online and talk about a freaking sweater when i want to be like y'all what the is going on how do i fix this you know what i mean so it's really hard and now like at the end of the day i'm telling the truth so i don't care anymore because i'm telling the truth i literally don't care about anything but just being honest and telling the truth literally i'll tell you all the good all the bad i'll tell you the wrongs i did the wrongs everything i just want to tell the truth In the beginning of this set of clips, she says that she was being told for two years that she was crazy, and now it turns out she doesn't finish her sentence there. But just a few days prior in her sworn deposition, she had revealed that her husband had put H&I on his witness list, and that was her sort of smoking gun, she was saying in her deposition or implying that he was working with us. And so that seemingly is what she is referencing here whenever she said that she was told she was crazy for two years, but then it turns out. She once again repeats that it never made sense to her that she would have people speaking negatively about her on the internet because everyone was so nice to her in real life. This is something that she says over and over and over again. She also said that Alice said, and it's unclear where this information is, but she said that Alice said that the defendant's thread is not in the top 30% of revenue for her site. And so the defendant is saying, well, that's because it's all the same person from one IP address. And doesn't that tell you something? In reality, on Gomi's website, there is a policy where you can only have one username login per IP address. Alice Wright doesn't allow people to have multiple usernames on Gomi by her own policy. So the defendant's entire allegation that I was multiple usernames on Gomi cannot even be correct. Even if somebody wanted to do that, you're not allowed to do that. Alice Wright specifically and personally approves every user that is on Gomi. And then also she apparently has gone through times where she has removed people from Gomi, but she states on her website that she does not allow people to have more than one login per IP address. Her follower comments are asking questions and is the situation with the two crazy girls over with? And she says, no, it's not. I wish it was. And then she also says that regarding Alice, like you want to leave a legacy and is this the kind of legacy that you want to leave? At some point, she also says, that especially if you have children and there she's referring to me because out of H&I, I'm the only one who has children. And so she's saying 
would you say what you're doing to your grandma or your pastor or your children or things like that? And the answer is no. So once again, she's trying to drag my family, my children into this narrative. She also makes a statement that says that she she was talking to police and attorneys and whatnot. And apparently it's not a crime to be a crappy person. And she has alleged so often that I am a criminal and that I have committed crimes. However, right here by her own admission, she knows full well that no crimes have been committed against her. So it doesn't stop her from using that part of her narrative that I'm a criminal and that I've committed crimes. But here, by her own admission, she knows that there actually have been no crimes committed against her. And even if the things that she was saying that I did were true, still not a crime. So there is no basis for any of her criminal allegations whatsoever. She also talked about at one point the pages of the website and said that it disappeared before she could get copies of all of it. And then at another point, she says, oh, I'm just joking. It's all in the binders. So in her sworn deposition just two days prior, she was saying and alluding to the fact that she couldn't get all of the information off of Gomi because the blog disappeared. And then in this video, she's saying just joking. So I don't know if she's saying I was just joking in my deposition, which a deposition you swear under oath. So that would be considered perjury or what exactly she is referring to here. She also says that normal people don't go online and say these things. And if you want to have a conversation, just have a conversation with me or something like that. When in reality, if anyone says anything negative or she perceives to be negative, she blocks them. So it would be impossible for someone who disagreed with her to actually have a conversation with her on her social media because they would be blocked. Also, it is not uncommon for people to provide commentary on any sort of public figure, event, or anything like that. There is constant commentary. So she is saying that she should be able to just live her life and put out there whatever she wants to put out there, and there should be no opposing view. She once again tries to say that her Instagram is private as if it had been private this entire time, when in reality, she just made it private. That's the reason that Reddit was removed from public view. That's the reason that Gomi was moved to members only. So she's trying to now rewrite history once again and sell this narrative that her Instagram has been private and that is not the case. Then on the following day, February the 18th of 2022, the defendant makes a Facebook post introducing her new Facebook group. So this is yet another social media account that the defendant has made. By the time our discovery was due in this case, which was July of 2022, so it's just a few months down the road, the defendant had 32 social media accounts. Then also on February the 18th of 2022, the defendant made the following Instagram story. Okay, so for people asking about my binders and why I'm not doing it at home or why I came somewhere else to do it because I had a bunch of information about the stuff that I'm going through. I like to document stuff and it disappeared. And so I don't want that to happen anymore. So now I'm redoing all of it. A lot of it took like hours and days and weeks to do. So I'm redoing it and um, keeping all of it in a safe somewhere far away. So nothing will happen because it sucks for everything to just disappear. But that's what happens sometimes. So anyways, that's what we're doing. So here in the story, she's in a nail salon and she is saying that people have been asking her 
why she is doing her binders at her friend's home. And so here she implies that something happened to all of her information prior. And so that's why she's doing it there. And it's unclear if she's referencing anything electronically, which follows her hacking narrative, or if she's just saying that she had all of this documentation printed out and someone took it. I don't really know, but she's continuing on with this narrative. And then later that afternoon and evening, the defendant made another live video at her friend's home. So I know you guys know, a lot of y'all know that last year, I, last year, no, two, listen, I started a blog 13 for how many years ago? I don't even know how long ago, forever ago. And I loved blogging so much. And then I just stopped because people on the internet were kind of nuts. And now I have all this content from last year that I didn't post, all these charcuterie boards I made, cute photo shoots I had, all kinds of stuff. And this year I want to post them. I want to post them, which is weird because last year I felt like I just wasn't ready to post all that stuff and I didn't know why. So now I'm totally going to post all that stuff and I cannot wait for y'all to see it. Please sign up. So we can chat because I don't always want to keep everything super open to the public so much because, you know, there's a couple crazy people out there. Some of y'all know really well. So we want to minimize that as much as possible. And I want it to be people that are there. That way, whenever they come back to me and ask me a million things about how I said X, Y, Z, and be like, how'd you know? Weirdos. So profile info. Okay. I think I did it right. Okay. So go back to my Facebook page because it doesn't show me if people are following the page or not. Lives in Bartonville. Technically, I mean, I do. I pay mortgage there. <laughs> Update my info. Has my phone number on here. That's great. So you can see there's a lot of posts on my Facebook page that are public, too. But some stuff I make just private and some stuff I make public. I don't, I don't make a lot of private posts. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> Probably should, but I don't. Okay, so that's good. And then the page. I don't have a Facebook page for my store right now because I took it down and just archived it for a little bit just because I didn't want anybody like acting crazy and I don't know. Nobody really does that, but somebody makes these fake pages sometimes, which happen to be the exact same fake page that ended up on the troll blogs. So I just wanted to stop it for a little bit. So I went and turned it off. Hey, and I have to be back home on Sunday because I'm moving all my stuff out of my Bartonville house. Yeah, I have movers coming and everything. Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. I have a whole softball, a men's softball team. No, you don't. I already rescheduled from last Tuesday because we had to deal with Captain Crazy. Well, under. Listen, the office is currently a war zone of paper. What did they call that? The war room. Yeah, that's what I used to call it, but the war room is actually where you pray for things. Oh. But now it ain't a war room because I ain't praying for nothing. So, what do we call it? Then? Praying for patience and for. Is the rainbow room? No, it's the vindication room. How about the rainbow room? Because there's rainbows after storms. That's so true. I'm living that rainbow right now. Yes. Someone yelling at me every day. Say yes. <laughs> what kind of emails we're gonna get by tomorrow morning? No. Oh, it's just so weird. But the craziest part is, there's literally books about this exact subject. Like there's audio books of pe of people talking about exactly what's happening right now in my life. And I'm like, there's other people that are going through this too. This is crazy. Like, we got to get up and go hug each other or something. Because this is nuts. I can't believe we have to deal with stuff Where's like this. Snake? Hold on. The snake. And no, the snake's way. <laughs> <laughs> Where's snake? Am I wrong? There's lots of snakes there. <laughs> it's like a rattlesnake den. <laughs> Somebody was angry. Yeah.
Grr. <laughs> you weirdo. Leave me alone. What? I wanted to do a TikTok lab tonight, but I'm not good at TikTok yet. I'd be real good at TikTok when all this stuff's over, though. I got them all planned out. I'd be making them, putting them in my draft folder right now. Sometimes I send them to my friends because it's so funny. I can't even handle it. It's weird because I'm just now, like, telling y'all what's been going on in my life. Try explaining all this stuff to a judge. Oh, my gosh. It's very difficult for to get legal people to understand how my job works. Isn't it nice? Like, do y'all remember before I went through all this stuff or while I was going through it not knowing what was actually happening in the world? Do y'all know how, like, remember how everything I was doing on the computer, like, nothing ever happened right? Y'all remember that? Where, like, I swear to God, every time I try to get on the live yeah, think about that. Every time I try to get on the live video at home, the video would stop. Mm -hmm. Every time I try to, isn't that funny? <laughs> Which now, nothing fucks up. Look at that. It's amazing. Drop an extra 200 pounds and look what happens. Um, Join me here because I won't be posting as much on the insider page because people are crazy. Period. Like if you don't have a profile pic, I'm not going to add you on Instagram. Well, first of all, I don't add nobody on Instagram anyways. But if you don't have a profile pic, I'm not going to add you anywhere. Okay, so just go add a profile pic. I like where that's great. Because also, it's illegal to add a profile pic if it's not you on social media and portray yourself as someone else. So, Captain Crazy Ass. This is the insider page because I just don't want it, all the drama and history of the inside. There was no drama. I just don't want the crazy people that were in there. There are like four of them. So in this video, she talks about not wanting to keep everything public because there are a few crazy people out there. So she's talking about recently making her Instagram private and also creating this new Facebook group that she has created. She also talked about how she had archived or deleted her business Facebook page because she just didn't want people on there for drama. She had 160,000 followers on her business Facebook and made the decision that it would be better for her just to delete that and start over with something else. She also did reference having to deal with something the prior Tuesday. She references Captain Crazy Profanity, which is a sort of a term of endearment that she uses for me on occasion. She now starts also using that to describe her husband. So sometimes it's difficult to decipher which one of us she is talking about. But since she referenced last Tuesday, that one is most likely me. She says that she has a bunch of TikTok drafts that she's going to release once this is over. And there's also follower commentary and someone says release the drafts and then she also says that it's so difficult to explain to a legal person what your job is and about everything that's been going on then she also says that whenever she used to try to go live or do anything on the computer it would always mess up and isn't that a coincidence and she's looking at her friend as if she has just had this aha moment that something has been figured out and she's trying to further some sort of hacking or some sort of digital interference narrative there. Unclear whether she's referencing myself or if she's referencing her husband because now at this point in time she has started to accuse both of us of the same thing. Then she also talks about her new Facebook group and how she doesn't like the old one and then she says something about that there were like four crazy people in there. So I'm not sure exactly who she's referring to but she's saying that there are people who create these fake accounts and they're the same accounts that are on these troll blogs and so she 
she's trying to make all these new places so that the trolls can't infiltrate. Then a few days later on February the 21st, she is now back home and she makes another live video. This live video that she made was actually on TikTok. So she had started an account and started developing a following on TikTok and started to go live over there and post TikTok. So now she is carrying on her false and defamatory narrative to a brand new platform. You just seeking counsel from somebody smarter than you is just always such a good idea. And hopefully in my old age, I can help create better laws that help insurance cover counseling and therapy for women who've been through these kind of situations, especially in divorces and with internet stalking and all that stuff, because like there is not a lot of help out there it's just us saying this is happening and you knowing and being so convicted that it's true and then other people just thinking you're like going through a bad time or being nuts and like i am one of the most confident toughest people i've ever met in my life and i don't even say that to brag because nobody wants to be tough you don't nobody ever says anybody's tough to somebody who ain't been through a bunch of but I say that knowing if this happened to me, like imagine how somebody who isn't as confident, imagine what that's doing to her, you know, and I have got to stop that. So that's what instead of going to Africa and taking care of little African babies and my husband hunting on a you know ranch all day long, which was originally my plan. I, my plan is now to try to figure out a way to help women understand you are not crazy. You do not have to shut up. You do not have to be quiet. You do not have to take it. I understand you're stuck in a situation and I want to help you get out of it. So that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life after this. So that's where if I ever make millions of dollars again, and I'm sure I will, that's what I want to do with it. I want to put it towards helping women, whether it's paying for their attorney fees or getting them proper counseling or spreading awareness about this narcissistic abuse, not just with uh, divorce situations, because I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like just period, because my stalker situation, which is very, very blended in all this, um, uh, I think that it's just so helpful to get women help. So they can understand like you're not alone. I know how it feels. I, I used to tell, I used to say I'm the loneliest girl with the most friends. Like I have so many friends and I feel like I'm the loneliest girl in the world. And it's not that I was lonely. It's that I felt lonely in my own home. I felt lonely in, with my relationships that mattered the most to me. Not that you guys don't matter, but obviously I'm less important than your spouse or your best friends or your employees. And you are for me too. And so I felt like I was the... I was the girl who had the most friends and I was the loneliest girl in the world. And so I don't ever want anybody to ever feel like that again because it sucks, it just does. So I'm gonna try to fix it. And there's me and my chick. Uh, do y'all see who's in that picture? <laughs> Look, I'll show you. Oh God, I'm gonna post this one day. I don't even know how to turn the camera around. How do you turn it around? Oh, flip camera. You see it? Look. <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, sorry if this is too much or you can't answer, but is the stuff related to Crystal? It means we love you. Well, thank you. No, I'm telling you, I, people are so nice. Like I could, that's why the troll blogs never bothered me for years. Like people wrote about me, people, hmm, people. Let's, all right, that's, a stretch. Some people would write about me and they would log in and log out under the same username. That's what we told the police November 6th. And they would talk about me and it never bothered me because nobody's mean to me in real life. 
None of anything that I don't care how rude I talked. I don't care how much I worked. I don't care how demanding I was. None of that warrants the stuff that happened in that home. None of it does at all. It's disgusting. So, and I, I know I'll be able to share it with you at another time, just not right now, because we're still like actively in this case. And, but when it's all over with, like, I'll give up a whole lot of money to be able to tell you guys what's happening. That's my goal. So, and I've already said that a million times to my attorney. Like, I will literally just walk away from a whole lot of just to be able to speak freely. Because the thing is, I can't even talk about my regular life right now. And that's what my business is, just talking about life. And I can't even really talk about my life because every time I do, I get a freaking letter in the mail. Which honestly, at this point, I don't give a shit about the letters anymore. Just, they're just annoying. But it's taken away from my son and it's college fund and just arguing over, you know, getting these stupid letters and stuff just takes away from him. And I don't like that. So we need to nip that in the bud as quick as possible. So we don't have to worry about that no more. So in this video, she starts out by saying that her husband was telling her that she was crazy for two years and how that's just not the case. And she hopes that with her story that she can help people in the future and potentially raise money for people to have legal fees that are dealing with divorce and internet stalking. She says that it is very important to her to help women. And when people are telling women that they're crazy for them to know that they're really not, and then she once again, talks about her stalkers and how the stalker situation is very blended in all of this. Knowing what we just heard in her sworn deposition a few days prior to this, we know behind the scenes that she is trying to accuse her husband of being involved with H&I to do this to her, which is obviously not true. A follower asks point blank, is her current situation with her husband in any way tied to myself and H, and she actually says our name. So around this time, you'll notice that she will start to mention us by name again over and over. Whereas prior, she has kind of gotten into this season of vaguely referring to H and I, but at this point in time, she starts to say our names again regularly. And then whenever she is answering that person, she just once again stares blankly into the camera. So this is the third time that she has done that in, in the past few days where she doesn't want to verbally answer a question. So she just stares at the screen and blinks. She also pans around the room to the picture from the Inc. 5000 Gala that used to be a picture of her and H. And since that time, her former model's picture has been photoshopped over H's face. And so she is laughing about that and showing her followers and asking, do you know who that is? She also references when she and H went to the police station on November 6th and is attempting to say that H told them that I log in and out of all these profiles. And that's not actually what happened. That's the defendant's false and defamatory narrative, but that's not, in fact, what H told the police on November 6th, but she brings that up often to try and make herself sound more credible. She also says that she would give up a whole lot of money just to be able to tell her story, but that she is not really talking a lot about it right now because every time she does, she gets a letter and that is taking away from her son's college fund. And I find it interesting that she's realizing that in that moment, because once again, the only reason why all of the evidence in this case was so extensive and the attorney's fees are so high is because the defendant was constantly getting online 
and posting about and saying and making videos about a false and defamatory campaign of lies that she alone fabricated. This is a defamation case. So every time she makes a defamatory statement and my legal team captures it, it then goes into the lawsuit and everybody's attorney has to review it. And that costs money. And so she's seemingly saying that she understands here that whenever she does that, that it's directly impacting her monetarily. But you'll see in the upcoming episodes that that revelation was short-lived. Then on February the 22nd of 2022, the defendant makes a Facebook post. And in this Facebook post, she is having a sale. And so as is customary, every single time she has a sale or is trying to sell something, she drags in this false and defamatory narrative. So the Facebook post says, I just want you to know that I'm going to LA tomorrow and I haven't been for work in so freaking long and I cannot wait to get back to normal life, even if it's just for a single day. I have to rush home because my son has tennis and mama don't miss no matches. I'm just so excited to be back to work, back in my element, back at what I do best, shop for my internet besties. I can't wait to hug my vendors and pound the streets of LA so we can have the cutest summer outfits. I'm going to do some pass or purchases So follow my store Instagram and go get it in my group page. Being a single mom of a busy teen while running a big business, managing customers and employees, proving up a crime, fighting a million dollar frivolous lawsuit, living in divorce hell that's part of it all, packing, moving, inventorying, and selling my dream home by myself, and trying to attempt at a normal life is not easy, but dang, I'm lucky to be here to give it a shot. That's my honest opinion. I still feel thankful. I really do. And I know all the things will end in good. I just have to be patient and pay a ton of attorneys. Just know this. We will be wearing a lot of hot pink, pretty dresses, and white jeans this summer. I'm going to put a ton of stuff on sale to clear it out. We will have a warehouse sale in the next few weeks with the new stuff. The company boutique is opening this summer, so you can shop in person. And I'm so, so, so happy again. That's all. Oh, and my website is buy to get to free of anything today. Happy present hunting. So here she says specifically proving up a crime. I would like to point out that when you make a statement about someone, you have to have hard, concrete evidence at the time you make that statement. So the defendant prior to this has made many, many, many statements where she is accusing me outright of committing crimes. However, here she is openly admitting that she is currently still in the process of trying to prove up a crime. So by definition, any statements that she has made prior to this time about me committing any crimes is false and defamatory because she never had any proof of it to begin with and by her own admission still has no evidence. On February 23rd, the defendant had a live sale and during her live sale, as is pretty customary, she brings in her false and defamatory narrative about the lawsuit. If you want to find my group page, which is going to take over the insider page, because there's like 38,000 people on the insider page. And honestly, I don't know what's going on in there. So I would just rather start from scratch and start with people that actually buy stuff and care and want to be there for the right reasons. Because I do not care to be famous on Instagram or Facebook. I just want to talk to people who want to listen. And if you go through something like I just went through, where it's like in your house happening, you just do not want you do not care about that kind of stuff anymore so I'm sure so many people can relate to like, yeah i'm sure more often yeah literally so many influencers right now that crazy stuff is happening although i'm not even an influencer at the deposition he's like and for how many years have you been calling yourself an influencer and i just laughed 
Why would I ask you that? I don't know. To piss me off because I don't like question. the word influencer. I don't know. If I ever had a deposition, I <laughs> would be so dumb. Like watching celebrity depositions is like, <gasps> funny. Oh, I cannot wait. If you think for two seconds I'm not posting that on Facebook, I absolutely am. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I did not get upset one time the whole time. No. Only time I cried is when I had to talk to freaking the little one. Not when I had to talk to her, but when I had to talk about her. So in this clip from this live video, she is seemingly making fun of my attorney um, in the way that he was asking her about her job. So when he was asking her about being an influencer, he was talking about how does she make money? And so he did say, how long have you called yourself an influencer or considered yourself to be an influencer? So she is annoyed with that. And then she also makes an interesting statement to where she says that she is going to post her entire video on Facebook one day. So to this day, she has not done that. However, you can listen to her entire deposition in its entirety in the prior episodes. I also have it linked in the episode notes of episode 22. Then a few days later, the defendant is doing another get ready with me live video. This is clear. It's like, oh, my counselor was like asking me about the deposition the other day and she was like, how did it go? And I was like, I put my arms back on that, that chair and said, I could go all night, which I want to know. Because they were like all saying that they needed a break and blah, blah. After like nine hours, I was like, nope, we could go all night long. Which I, you know, any other, do you have any other further questions? Because I got all the answers in the world. <laughs> I go, what did you do to prepare? Uh, we watched like some trash TV. Now, the crazy part is now I'm at the part where like I'm, I'm figuring, not figuring everything out. I think I already figured it all out. I mean, I just found out, you know what an emulator is? Found one of those this week. Google that. Um, so you're figuring out more stuff every day, but it's nice because now I'm in the season of getting proof of all the things I thought for so long when I thought I was going nuts, but I wasn't really going nuts. But the, the, the still crazy part is you have proof of all this stuff and you think it would make others act differently, like behave a little bit, and they still don't. And so you're just like, hold on. <laughs> you know that I have this and you know what this says and you're still bad. Okay, sounds good. So, and now there's so many of them, you can't even tell who I'm talking about. So take a seat, sis. Who am I talking about? You, you, or you? Which one? I don't know. Could be a little bit all y'all, huh? I only care about one and I don't really care about that one. I just care about making sure I can stay as far away as possible. Get away from me. Yo, weirdos. I'm going to do what it takes you to dangle. I'll tell you too, I feel like I have so much time now. I didn't have any time before and I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I was being spoon fed that medicine and told I needed to take it every single day. Which now I don't have anybody handing it to me every morning, so I just don't take it. it. Sits right here in my drawer. Don't need it anymore. Also, if you ever do something, like take anything and don't think you should take it, and somebody else in your family thinks you should and you feel like it's making you crazy, go to your doctor and tell them, like, hey, this shit is making me nuts. what I do? Because they might tell you, hey, sis, maybe you don't need to take it. That's what happened to me. I wish it closed captioned my... um. Sometimes I do, but then for my little stalkers, they wouldn't, they would have to not, you know, it'd be easier for them to know what I'm saying. Now they actually have to listen to my pretty voice talking when they transcribe every one of my live videos. So otherwise I wish that it would like give you captions of what I say so you could watch it and hear me or watch it and see, but watch. I looked up the emulator. Thank you to who hooked me up with this IT wizard who's so good at that stuff. Um, knows all about that kind of stuff and was able to give us like actual 
documented proof of what that thing is, what it has on it, what it does, what it recorded, all that. It was so great. I'm telling you. It's always good to have friends. My famous highlighter over your lip, the trolls, <clears throat> aka all three of them. Wait, I guess four now, if you include. She, uh, they said it looks like I'm eating. Isn't it gross that I can't tell the difference between the two trolls we already know about? It's so gross. <laughs> I mean, I can tell the difference, but I just still think it's gross. She's all lumped in. So gross. Um, okay. Said it looked like I was eating a piece of greasy chicken. You would know about having leftovers, huh? <laughs> oh, the shade. Good news is I've had no incidents today. Who knows? I haven't been on social media much, so one may pop up, especially at this little combo. What's weird is like, why are you coming here to listen to what I say if you have such a problem with what I say? Don't listen. Also, I said what I said. I gotta get it all out because then eventually, whenever I do like fully and emotionally move on from all this drama that I've been going through with all these people for the last couple of years, like I can't make stupid comments anymore because then I'm gonna be over it. And right now, I'm just still not yet. <laughs> At least it's funny now instead of heartbreaking. It was like heartbreaking for a long time. So in the beginning of this live video, she talks about how her counselor was asking her how the deposition went. And she claims in the deposition that she put her arms back on the chair and told everyone that she could go all night. What else do you have questions about? And I've read the deposition in its entirety in the prior episode and those words or anything resembling those words were not spoken. So perhaps she's just paraphrasing what actually happened. She also says she's now in a season of getting proof of everything that she thought for so long. Once again, nothing was ever turned over to prove any of her allegations. And once again, when you make a statement, you must have proof of that statement at the time you are making it. So her saying that she's just now being able to get proof, number one is confirming to her followers that she hasn't had proof this entire time, despite her many, 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 many statements to the contrary. But also, once again, she is admitting that she made statements not knowing whether or not they were true. She also says that she has evidence and that she thought that by gaining all of this evidence and people knowing that she had this evidence that it might make some people behave, but it doesn't. And I actually share that sentiment because at this time, she had been served with multiple retraction letters asking her to change her behavior and she refused. So despite being served with a lawsuit, despite being served with I think at this point, six or seven retraction letters, she has refused to stop making false and defamatory claims and actually has doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on all of them. So yeah, it is confusing when someone knows that you have evidence against them for something and they still don't change their behavior. That is that is very frustrating and it is also confusing. She also makes a statement and she had made kind of a series of videos where she mentions this a few times that implies that she was being told to take medicine by someone else in her family or in her life. And she says, no one is there handing me this medicine every morning. So I'm just not taking it. And she's saying how much better she feels right now. And she does name the medication and I'm not going to go over her medical history, but I will share that while I worked for her, 
it was the job of her assistant, whoever her assistant was, to hand her that medicine every morning and sort of wake her up and give her that medicine because that medicine about 30 minutes after you take it is meant to kind of energize you, I guess. And so the job of the assistant was to bring that medicine to her and then come back in 30 minutes to make sure that she had gotten out of bed. And in a text, this text is from September 23rd of 2019. And she was frustrated at the time with her assistant. And so she sent a group chat to myself, her husband, her assistant, and one other employee that says, this is what I need daily. Then she lists her assistant's name at 8 a.m. Then she says, my medicine at 50 milligrams. And then she lists some other things. And so not only was it my understanding from what she said that she wanted her assistant to bring her that medicine every single morning, she also had it in writing here that that was her expectation every day. So this narrative that someone was force feeding her this medication is just simply not true. She also talks about how she wishes sometimes she had closed captions, but then she said, but then my little stalkers wouldn't have to transcribe everything. And so she doesn't want closed captions. And so she knows that what she is doing and saying is being captured for this lawsuit and not having the closed captions means that someone would need to transcribe that. So she doesn't want to put closed captions on for that reason. She also talks about something called an emulator. And I'm not really sure exactly what she was implying there, but that's a technological device. So it seems to go along with her hacking narrative. And then at one point, one of her followers comments, and I don't believe she ever read this comment out loud, but one of her followers said, are you suing for defamation because you totally should? And so that's just another indication. Her followers know her narrative. Her followers are believing the things that she is saying. Despite the fact that she is constantly contradicting herself, they believe her. And to the point to where they comment in her favor and even ask if she is going to sue us for defamation when, in fact, she is the only person who is defaming people. So since her deposition and really since January, she has started to say these little nuggets and imply that her husband is working with H&I to terrorize her, destroy her, whatever her narrative is. And in the next episode, she is going to expound on that narrative. And while you could argue that what has happened up until this point is completely insane and I can't even believe that it's actually real, it only gets crazier. Next time on False and Defamatory. While I thought that all of the other allegations that she had been hurling since November of 2020 were so completely insane. I, I did not realize just how insane that it would get. She kind of had this theory that he was working with H&I to give us inside information so that we could then go and post it on these troll blogs to terrorize her. Not only does that sound insane, but also I have had no contact with him since I resigned. And getting sued frivolously by these two women who I loved so much and I've never said a terse word to in my entire life for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And then for you to put them on your witness list. If what she's saying is true, that she has been accusing her husband of working with us for two years, and that's why they're getting divorced, it makes perfectly logical sense for us to be on the witness list. In fact, we should have been on hers if I'm being frank, because if that's the basis 
for her reasoning to want to get a divorce and how she doesn't feel safe, then her own attorney should be calling us as witnesses to find out under oath if we have been working with her husband. I have yet to understand the logic in this part of her narrative. He would literally just be taking money out of his own pocket. And so it's disturbing because none of her followers are seemingly coming to that conclusion either, that this is completely illogical. If her words that she's saying to her friends are winding up on the internet, why is the first assumption that her husband is working with two former employees trying to destroy her by leaking information so that it can be posted on the internet rather than questioning the people who were saying the words? Her husband not refuting the property taxes is not evidence that he is in cahoots with people to terrorize her and destroy her life so that he can benefit monetarily. Like the math ain't mathin'. It's just not, it does not make any sense whatsoever, not logically, not even a far-fetched sense somewhere. None of it makes sense. The most disturbing thing to come out of this entire post isn't even all of the comments saying that there's a special place in hell for me, not even the one that's a threat saying I'll bring a shovel, and then underneath that, someone else says we ride at dawn. None of that is nearly as disturbing as what I discovered when I was reviewing these posts and the footage during this time frame. I freaked out. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I freaked completely out. If you have receipts of all of your claims, the best place to turn those over would have been in this lawsuit. She could have just admitted when she got the lawsuit or when she got the first retraction letter, you know what, I think I might have this wrong. But instead, she kept going. She has to start setting up the narrative for when she ultimately loses this lawsuit. And so she starts it here. What you know and what you can prove are two different things. So her entire narrative was the only reason that certain things were posted on Gomi or Reddit was because H and I were there and we had this inside information. So once we were not there anymore, she needed a reason why things would still continue to pop up on the internet. And this is the narrative that she chose. The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could ask accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents 
discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon, where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening. All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-678-20 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.